Welcome to the Lucky Let Cord Podcast, a Tennis Now production sponsored by Tennis Express. I'm your host, Chris Otto, coming to you live from Tennis Paradise. I am at the BMP Paribas Open, strolling between the practice courts early morning on Friday, March 8th. It's going to be an exciting weekend at Indian Wells, and we're thrilled to bring you the action all weekend long at Tennis Now. And an exciting podcast for you today. We have a very special guest. She is a WTA sensation at the moment. That is Canada's Bianca Andreescu. She has risen up the rankings rather rapidly in 2019, rising from 152 to her current perch at 60 in the world. She was a finalist at Auckland. She won the title at Newport Beach, won her first main draw Grand Slam match at the Australian Open. I mean, we can go on and on. She's had a fantastic season and she's fresh off her first main draw win at the BMP Paribas Open. She defeated Irina Camelia Begu of Romania on Wednesday and we were lucky enough to chat with her after that match. It's a pretty fun interview with a rising phenom in the game so why don't we skip right to that and on the other side we'll do a little bit of previewing the action that we're going to see this weekend at Indian Wells. So really pleased to have Bianca Andreescu with us today. Hi, Bianca. How are you doing? I'm very good. How are you? Awesome. Well, we just saw you win your first ever match at Indian Wells, and it was a pretty incredible victory because you were in trouble in that first set. Down 4 nothing, down 5-1, then you fought all the way back, lost the breaker, probably were a little bit pissed about that, and then you were able to really like just keep it together and win a really tough match. First match here, I mean, how's that feel? Talk, talk to me a little bit about that match. Well, before the match, I'm not going to lie, I was a bit nervous. It's my first time here playing on a really big court um, in one of my favorite um, states so it was definitely nerve-wracking and yeah the start was really really slow but for me all that matters is what happens at the end and I found a way I tried to stay aggressive and pulled through yeah that's what's pretty awesome about that win and maybe what I haven't seen from you because we're just getting familiar with you with seeing you on television and at, at matches a lot this year so didn't think of you or know of you as a fighter and as a really calm and solid competitor, but you showed a lot in that match, particularly when she struggled, I think, um, at 2-3 in the third where you were getting that break back. She slammed her racket. Yeah. You didn't lose the game after that. You seem to really know when to pounce, and you play a little bit more aggressive down the stretch. Would you say that's correct? Yeah, calm, I'm not sure. Probably in this match, I w it was... I was calm because I was tired. I wanted to oh. save my energy. I have um, a lot of fire in me. Um, but yeah, I think today um, my calmness really helped because especially at the game um, where she lost her serve at 3-2, like you mentioned. Right. Um, she slammed her racket. I think that gave me a lot of confidence. Um, and um, yeah, I just, the whole match, I just tried to fight because there were some really long rallies and um, there are a lot of emotions going around, so I'm just really, really grateful. Yeah. Um, speaking of your game, your game is, is sensational. It's it's really cool to see someone play tennis that improvisational, that creative. You mix in the dropper, you mix in the, the squash shot. You'll forehand throw in, slice. Yeah, yeah, a lot of forehand <laughs> slice, some moon balls, which are cool, into the rallies. It seems like you like the moon ball and then really hard baseline drive combo, and then the forehand yeah. angle. 
um, like a really sharp forehand cross court. Um, can you talk a little bit? I know you started playing tennis seriously at nine. Were you always this creative and this kind of out there as a player? I was on the court. Um, I would just get bored and I would just start hitting random shots, just changing it up. Um, and it's been working, so I've tried to develop it more and more because a lot of the players on tour don't play like that. So I like to be different, and it's working for me. Yeah. So, yeah. So the signals you're getting from your, you know, kind of a breakout year on tour, you're up to 60 in the world now from 152 where you started the season. The, the signals are go. Like your style of play is effective, and until you until it's not, you're not going to really change anything. But do you have any? Um, organizing your game you mentioned it when you were talking to those reporters yeah. before you're still kind of evolving in terms of shot selection yeah definitely that's what I've been working a lot on in practice especially during my um, preseason and I think that's definitely showing on the court I'm uh, more selective with my shots here and there you can see that I'll hit the wrong shot but it all comes down to experience so um, each time I win and each time I step on the court, I'm looking to improve all of that. So hopefully I can um, keep the momentum going. But you have to be creative and you have to be you, right? Exactly. You got to do your thing. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you a little bit about, you mentioned that Simona Halep was one of your heroes growing up, and I'm sure you had a few more other than Simona, but what was it that, about Simona that inspired you and is she still inspiring you to this day? Well, just everything, really. I really enjoy watching her play and just her um, attitude on the court. She's a crazy fighter. She Indeed. plays with so much passion, and I'm also Romanian. She's Romanian, so that's also part of it because I think I'm very passionate. Well, I think all Romanians are passionate, so it's really nice to see um, someone with my heritage do well as well. So, um, And I've gotten a chance to speak to her a bunch of times. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, how, how do you guys get along? Yeah, it's it's we're friendly. She's uh, really down to earth and very respectful, and um, I wish her all the best. Mm -hmm. How about your fellow Canadians, the other teenagers, uh, Felix Ojeel, Yassim, and Denis Shapovalov? Do you guys inspire one another, and do you guys get along well as well? Yeah, two hundred percent. We're also very friendly when we see each other. We'll hang out and all of that. Um, and it's really nice to see all of us doing well at the same time. I think it really motivates all of us. And yeah, um, I unbelievable. Think it's, thank you. It's uh, an incredible thing for Canadian tennis. Yeah, the, the success you guys are yeah. having right now. A few more minutes, and, and then if yeah. we go over 10 minutes, you can give me a time violation if you want. <laughs> um, Take your time. But being a number one Canadian woman, that's pretty huge. Yeah. Talk about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't expect that to come so quickly, but um, I do believe that I deserve my spot. I've been working really hard. I've been going through a lot last couple of years with injuries and other personal stuff. So yeah. um, it's it's really great. It's really great. Um, I guess all I can say is that it's all worth it. Yeah, and the yeah. Cr crazy thing I heard from you, because I think you've only played like five, six, seven matches on clay in the last year and a half. Clay's your favorite surface, so we got a whole new side of you that we're going to get to see this season. Yeah, I actually played uh, two matches uh, at Fed right. Cup uh, on clay, and I really enjoy playing it. I think it really suits my game style. Um, I don't hit really flat, so the clay actually enhances those spinny shots, those mm -hmm. um, angles to... Um, push the girl outside the court um, yeah. and I love sliding and I love moving on the clay um, but yeah I'm really looking forward to French Open and the clay season yeah you had some pretty good times in Paris as a junior right 
yeah, uh, Carson Branstein and I won the doubles, which was pretty incredible. Superb. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to ask you this about way back, probably when you were 13, speaking of Canadian tennis and all the successes you've had. 2014, Jeannie Bouchard plays the Wimbledon final, goes to the, the semis, three of the four majors that year, top five. Was that an inspiration for you? What were you thinking at the time? Did that fire you up? Definitely. It's so nice to see Canadians doing well, and um, it really shows that anything is, pos anything is possible. She's, like you said, she did so well that year. She did um, semis, semis, quarters, and finals, I think. Yeah. It was incredible. Um, but yeah, that definitely gave me confidence because uh, I believe that anything is possible and that it, that shows it. And last but not least, um, you I think I heard you with a friend on his podcast. You, pro you projected yourself top 40 as a goal. Um, is that still your goal for the season or is it now even higher <laughs> after last week's semifinal in Acapulco? Um, well, right now, I actually... Yeah, it was top forty back then, but um, <laughs> things change. I don't know. Right? I really, I really think I can do do big things this year if I keep this momentum going. Um, I don't know. Let's say top thirty. All right, why not? <laughs> but I'm, I'm taking it one match at a time. Uh, you heard her, heard her first. Top thirty. All right, <laughs> awesome. Thanks for your time, Bianca. Thank you so much. Best of luck. Thank you. Special thanks to Bianca Andreescu for joining us. That was a super cool interview. She is a super cool rising young force in the game. She's a player you're going to want to keep an eye on for this year here at Indian Wells and for the rest of the season and probably for the next decade or so. Just a phenomenally talented young woman and one to watch. Uh, it's going to be just an extra special Friday at the BMP Paribas Open. It's International Women's Day and we're celebrating it with a huge matchup in the night session. Victoria Azarenka and Serena Williams will battle it out and it'll be their first meeting since the two met in the BMP Paribas Open final in 2016. Azarenka won that matchup. And Williams, of course, holds the edge in the head-to-head -head at 17-4. But these two have a great rivalry. And it'll be so good to see them play their first match when both have, since both have given birth to their children. We know both has been through so much in recent years. And we're just thankful that we have this superb matchup to celebrate International Women's Day. There's a lot of other action. I'm going to take a quick peek at the order of play tell you guys a little bit of what we'll be keeping an eye on today. If you like your American tennis, Stadium One's a good place to be. Sloan Stevens up second on Stadium One, followed by Taylor Fritz and Steve Johnson, which should be an interesting matchup. And in the night session, big foe on the come up against Nicholas Yari. That'll be the last match of the evening on Stadium One. Also have the youngster, 20-year-old Sophia Kennan, taking on Elena Svitolina later today. That'll be the last match on Stadium Two. There's a lot of other good matches um, for fans of women's tennis, men's tennis, tennis in general. Stan Wawrinka is in action against Daniel Evans. That's a rematch of a great U.S. Open contest in which Wawrinka saved match points and went on to win the title there. There's also Simona Halep and Barbora Streetova. Haven't seen much of Halep of late. It'll be exciting to check out her form. How about this matchup? Amanda Anisimova. And Elise Mertens out on Stadium 4. That's the fourth match. The Anisimova, of course, made huge waves last year at Indian Wells when she reached the round of 16 with a breakthrough performance. She stunned Petra Kvitova. Of course, she made the second week at the Australian Open this year. Keep in mind, she's just 17 years old, and what a talented young player she is. 
doubles match are pretty exciting out there. We got Novak Djokovic and Fabio Fanini against Jeremy Chardy and Milos Raonic on Stadium 3. Johanna Kanta on Stadium 7 against Shea Su Wei. That could be an interesting match and, and be really interesting to see on Stadium 6, first match up today. Daria Kasatkina, a woman in search of reform, of course had a, such a breakout 2018, came to the final here at Indian Wells and cracked the top 10 later in the season. She has been struggling to find form thus far in the season, parted ways with coach Philippe de Hayes this year. So really needs to kind of get back on track. She'll be facing Marketa Vondrusova. That should be an interesting match as well. So much to see here at Tennis Paradise. As I mentioned before, or maybe I didn't mention, I'm not really sure. I've done so many uh, retakes on this podcast. I've been sitting out here in the practice courts for about 45 minutes, and I must say, I'm enjoying it. It's been a good time. Um, but I'm not sure if I mentioned that I'm strolling here right behind practice court number 11, Lucas Latchko is the next one to be coming up. He'll be starting at 9. There's players all around. There's a little bit of a breeze blowing, so it could be another windy day. So keep that in mind. If you're coming out to the, to the Indian Wells Tennis Garden, you might want to pack that uh, beanie maybe or a little extra sweatshirt, something like that, to keep you warm. Because last night it was frigid during the night session. We had plants blowing around, players struggling to manage their emotions and keep the ball in play and some pretty severe wind so it could be another interesting one in that regard as well We're just uh, really looking forward to kicking off a great weekend here international women's day friday march 8th at the bmp paribas open hope you guys enjoy it hope you guys enjoyed the podcast if you like it please rate review subscribe on itunes you can also find us on spotify or at our podcast homepage on Podomatic. And of course, stop by the website, www.tennisnow.com, and hit us up on social, at tennis underscore now, facebook.com slash tennis now. We're on Instagram. We're everywhere. Come see me around the grounds. I'll be wearing a black San Jose Sharks hat. Thanks, you guys, for listening, and we'll look forward to talking with you again soon. Had a nice interview with uh, just a little preview of what we'll have up next. Had a nice interview with Noah Rubin, the American tennis player who's behind the Instagram feed known as Behind the Racket. Very interesting chat with him about that, so you guys can look forward to that over the weekend or perhaps on Monday. Thanks for listening. Talk to you guys on the other side. Enjoy the tennis.